you know, the problem that I have now, this is a problem people don't think about when they start out is I've got way too much content. Mm. I've got trainings that are 10 years old, just sitting there like event recording. I've got too much stuff and I'm feeling this desire to clean up. Yeah. I want to get it all up to date. And then you decide, do you want to renovate or do you want to start again? You're right. I'm feeling like I'm ready to sort of start something new. This is Super Fast Business with James Schramko. James Helping you build your business super fast. James Schramko here. This is uh, episode 896 of superfastbusiness.com. And uh, today I brought along my special repeat guest, John Lint. Good to have you. Thank you for having me, James. Always get you. I wanted to get you involved in this conversation. I've had some things I've been deciding for my own business. And as coincidentally, it comes up a lot with my own students. And as part of my decision-making process, when I make big decisions, I take my time about them. You know, like my grandparents said, you know, sleep on it. Yeah. I've been mulling ideas over and thinking about stuff and going through all the usual decision-making processes my way. And I see this also with my students, they're coming up against similar decisions. And I just wanted to talk about what the decision-making process is like yeah. and what options are out there, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And just to get your sort of validation on it from your perspective as an expert in this topic. And we're talking about the topic of platforms. Okay. Now yeah. you're a familiar guest on this show. We've had you back a million times. You actually are by far the most often repeated guest on this show. Like wow. got thank you. The most segments. So thank you. My audience love you. The discussions we have are often very vibrant. We <laughs> we we sometimes are gonna rein you in other times. Uh you just uh so it's fun. Always fun. Yeah. I love the fact and this is a really important point. You've got to surround yourself with people who have strong opinions, mm-hmm. who may not always agree with you. And for me, you're one of those people I can always rely on to just say what you think. And I know you're passionate and that's part of the character that's very appealing. And I think the users of your platform, 10xpro.io, they really resonate with that. So keep being you. I love the fact that you're real. That's why people listen to this show as well, because we often talk about real stuff. We're not talking about imaginary things, Mm -hmm. but this is real. I'm at a junction, you know, and just to give a bit of backstory, when I had a job, I was learning about coming online. I had an extreme struggle building a website. I, I knew I wanted to be online. Mm. I didn't know what I wanted to sell. I knew I could sell and I knew I had marketing ability, but I had no ability to code or tech or whatever. I am pragmatic. I can work with my hands and I can play around with things without reading the instruction manual. But anyway, my backstory really is that I struggled so much with it and I bit off more than I could chew. I bought some software back then. It was called Dreamweaver and I was yes. lost. <laughs> had no idea how to use it. I ended up giving up on it. Yeah. There was really only two main platforms. There was Dreamweaver and there was Front right. Page. And there was also yes. there was some oh my God. <laughs> very, very early um, WYSIWYG. Super early. Super wi- yeah, early yeah. WYSIWYG platforms. Yeah. Like the, what you see is what you get. Some of them were online, but they were pretty clunky and they had no features, like none. <laughs> you couldn't change right. anything. Right, and right. And I stumbled across this software. It was called Excite Pro. And what it did, it was kind of a combination of it kind of made it easy for you to make the site, but you still had some tech stuff. You had to put in your details of the server and you had to push it up to the website. Yeah. So anyway, a bit of a struggle, but eventually that got me up there and I was so excited about it. I made a demo site with it and I started promoting this to other people because I was just so excited that I could make it work and I sold a lot of it. I, that was my yeah. first success was selling website software. So I've mm. been in the website software game since 2005. Now, eventually I got so good at it, I was selling a lot of it and selling the bonus around it and then 
provided a website service helping people. And then along came this big bad boy called WordPress. And it started to eat into this market because my software was really only able to be used on a Windows computer. Yeah, it had to be pretty hands-on. And Mm. now WordPress was up and running. And then people were selling these websites, um, WordPress, and it sort of took over. It became the dominant platform. A huge chunk of websites on the internet are WordPress. And it's really common. The current version at the time of recording this of Superfast Business is a WordPress website. Most people online Mm -hmm. are faced with choices. So let's talk about this. On the product sales side of it, this is a whole other thing. Initially, I used platforms like ClickBank, and then I got some software called DLGuard, and then I got an Easy Member Pro, and then I got yeah. A Member, and then I got BB Bulletin, and then I had Nanocast, and then I had Thrivecart, and then I got Zenforo. So just a little timeline from like 2005 to now. Yeah. So I'm at this point where I feel like the way that I've been using my forum has been really effective and it still works, mm. but I know that things have moved on. Now there's a whole bunch of software programs that are, I'm going to say they're either really good at the front mm. or they're really good at the back. So I've basically told you the story of the two halves of my business, the front and the back. Sure. So these sure. days there's strong front end contenders. There's page builders out there that do funnels and you just one funnel away from success and all that stuff. But quite often they're not that good at the back end. Yeah. And some of them do cart functions, some of them don't. Mm. There's some programs that build themselves as being pretty good at the back end, like have your own community and stuff, but they don't really do the front end or the billing that well. And that's where you sort of came into the picture for me. You came along to the Maldives, you sat beside me, you had a look at how I'm running my business. You modeled your platform from where it was. And from my understanding is as an agency Back in the day, you created this tool Mm. to be able to build out funnels for the campaigns you were running and to have all the ability to do things that the original tools couldn't do or the split testing and evergreen webinars and deadline funnels and all these types of features and viral shares and so forth. And that it works on mobile phones. Yeah. But also you had to deliver, you had to deliver courses and memberships and stuff. And so you actually took a lot of what I was doing with the memberships and built that in. So I'm at this point now, John, where I want to build a new site. And this is where my clients get to as well. They're like, what platform should I use? And I'm saying, well, it really depends what you're trying to do. But Mm. if you want, uh oh, there's a whole other thing. I've ended up having my own team of web developers because we have to keep this thing up and running. We have to do hosting. We have to do virus protection and plugins, updates, backups. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, I have full timers who do this. And you either have to have that or a service if you're going to manage your own website. Yeah. Now this option is where I'm at is I'm going for simplicity. I want to streamline my business a bit. I want to get it more updated and modern. So I want to get a 10X Pro installation for a new website that I'm building. Cool. And it's going to have the front end is easy because I can just go and click on the campaign builder. Mm -hmm. I can bring across my book funnels. I can bring across my challenge funnel. Yeah. I can put a webinar if I want. Probably won't initially, but I might later. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to upgrade to the app version because I know it's essential for people to be able to access my products via their mobile phone. Yeah. And I want them to have the little icon that they can access it through, which in your case, it'll be called Academy. Yeah. And I want the back end. I want them to be able to buy the thing on the app or on the website. I shouldn't say on the app because Apple will come out and want to charge me (laughs) extra. Um, (laughs) I want them to be able to go to my front end funnel, make it through to where they can pay. And then I want them to be able to have the back product delivered. In my case, I'm thinking I want to have a little group of people who we get on a call every week 
and they'll pay a monthly rate and mm-hmm. they'll get private forum coaching. It'll be exactly like Superfast Business Intensive, right. but I think I want it on this new platform. Yeah, And easy. they'll also get a little social wall, which will be like a Facebook group or whatever, yeah. but it's in my own world. Yeah, a private group. And I want to have playbooks, which will be mm-hmm. short. It'll be short little like PDFs or videos, and just like a searchable register of things that I can share, like my card abandonment sequence or yeah. the email sequence I would recommend people send to sell people in the back end, those sort of things that I'm constantly referring to. Mm. So I basically want to cherry pick the best of my best stuff. I want to put it on this new site. Technically, this is where I want to just verify with you. Sure. Is it as simple as me choosing the domain, pointing it to the coordinates that you give me for my account, which I'll plead with you. If you could set me up with an account for this, it'd be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, sure, sure. Well, we'll do a case study about it. Sure. And then once that's done, you install the site for me. So I don't need my web team to yeah. do that. I don't need to have Yeah, any, we do that. It's all done. Yeah, that's done. Yeah. And then once it's there, I can just access it through my admin portal and then I can start choosing which campaigns I want. Yeah. And I can create whatever products or membership I want in the back end. Mm-hmm. I can plug in my Stripe and or PayPal details. Yeah. I can activate the app with the code that says, yeah. yes, you can use that. Yeah. And I also just plug in my Entreport account because it'll mm-hmm. I'll need to plug in an email account that it's going to deeply integrate with. Yeah, that's right. And from then on, basically, I just fill in the words and then I can style it however I want. I can either use the preset templates, which I'll probably will out of the box. Yeah. And then later on, we might just make it look and feel consistent with our other sites, which I understand is quite customizable. Yeah, absolutely. You can change any page you want and customize things. Yeah, for sure. So from then on, basically, we just have uh, one monthly fee and then you'll manage all of the updates, upgrades, yeah. keep it live, check it for viruses, back it up and all that stuff as if all I would stuff, have yeah. my own team. That's right. That's right. That's a dream. It really is a dream. <laughs> so that's really where we're at. And I've seen the whole evolution. I've seen the evolution of what it was very, very hard to build a website to now where you can pay. Now, one thing is, I think the monthly fee for 10X Pro is still cheaper than, well, firstly, I pay $1,000 a month to host Superfast Business. So right. that's a big benefit. Yeah, <laughs> That alone is more expensive. But generally, if you would take into account the cost of having some team member or a service to update and manage your site, yeah. plus all the individual, I have to pay an individual license at the moment for s- stuff. These are considerations. I had a couple of other considerations my team raised that I wanted to run past you because it's probably going to come up with tech savvy people. Sure. One is if we have special things we need to do, like add records to the you know, SPF or MX records or whatever, are those things administrationally able to be done? Yeah, absolutely. So this is something that we will do as well for free. So you just send us an email or use the live chat option that's available as yep. every member can use. And you just tell us, hey, I need this. Uh, and you're talking about DNS records for those who are listening. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we use some, you know, if I want to use that domain name to send emails and stuff, they like it to be yeah, you know, yeah. DMARC or whatever. And we do this all the time. Yeah. We do this all the time. We do it for free. Like I said, usually it takes uh, a few minutes to do. Uh, so by the time you send the request, maybe a few hours later, then uh, everything will be done. And we just basically make sure that we manage all the DNS records for you, like that everything's taken care of. And the reason we do this is because we're using um, Cloudflare, which is the biggest uh, solution online to make sure that your site is protected. 
There's built-in firewall, built-in DDoS protection, which is basically attacks, cyber attacks. So that's why we do it. And then we make sure that we take care of that and it gets done super fast. So you don't have to worry about it. Basically, we are here as kind of like a concierge desk and you just tell us what you need. And that's it. Cool. The other question they had, this is my own team. I'm actually really proud of them for saying this because obviously they process all the conversations we have. Cool. And they said, boss, what about own the race course? Because we have a lot of control at the moment Mm -hmm. or perceived control. We have our own WordPress site and we have our own forum. And, you know, it's pretty controlled. Now, fair enough, if Amazon crashes, we're out. (laughs) We're gone. Sure. We're responsible for our own backups and stuff. Now, I said to them this, and this is where I want you to tell me if this is accurate, because my clients ask me this too. Right. And I know we've done a whole episode on this, so I don't want to go deep on it. I just want to just surface level cover this off. I said this. Yeah. We're going to have our own content on Apple, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, like that's on their platforms anyway. Yeah. So yeah. obviously we'll probably have the raw videos of that sitting somewhere in our Dropbox or Google Drive folder. Yeah, as a backup. So yeah. no matter what, let's say the site, for whatever reason, let's say there's a nuclear strike on the service center and it wasn't backed up, like the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. this is what I would still have. I would still have a copy of my CSV file of my Entreport leads that we back up separately yeah. and I can even put on a local hard drive. Yeah, yeah. So I've still got my email list, yeah. which is probably the most important yeah. thing. Yes. I still have control of my domain name so I can point it yeah. anywhere else I want. Yeah. So I could point it to a Wix site. Exactly. Tomorrow. Exactly. And rebuild a, hey, we've sent you an email. Let me know if you don't have it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a super important point because some people don't understand that. Yeah. Whoever has purchased a domain name, you have access to it into what's called the domain registrar. And then you decide, hey, where do I want to point it to? So you are always in control because if you don't like, let's say 10X Pro or something happens, you can just say, you know what? I want, like you said, I want Wix. Point it there. Change the record and boom, you're done. You're done. That's it. So you're always in control. As long as you control your domain name, you are the master basically. And like you said, the second thing, your email list, extremely important as well. And the third thing you're about to say probably, is your content, your videos, your raw files, yep. and then you're in control. That's it. I'd have my raw files. So even if I do my playbooks or whatever, I'm going to have videos and PDFs. Yeah. Yep. The worst case scenario possibly is I might lose some of my text. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or, you know, use a contributed content, and that's a possible thing. But heck, you know, I've turned off a forum once about 2011 or 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. I turned off a forum that had four years of content and 250,000 wow. posts. I turned it off yeah. because we started a new one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the problem that I have now, this is a problem people don't think about when they start out, is I've got way too much content. Mm. I've got trainings that are 10 years old just sitting there, like event recordings. I've got too much stuff, and I'm feeling this desire to clean up. Yeah. I want to get it all up to date. And then you decide, do you want to renovate or do you want to start again? Right. I'm feeling like I'm ready to sort of start something new. So this is like the first we're hearing about it on this show, <laughs> episode 896. This will be like the first sort of behind the scenes, poke behind the curtain. But, Sneak peek. But, you know, I've been wrestling with the, the other things that come up. What do we do? Do we do it as a business? Do we do it as personal now? Right. I'm thinking I'm now going to lean more into my personal name. Because I do nice. have a good reputation online. I do see people with personal branding, whether it's Paris Hilton or Grant Cardone or whatever, they can use that to direct it. They can direct it to investment funds. They can direct it to yep. events or whatever. So yep. I think I can run my brands, but in concert with a personal presence. Yeah. I also, just in that evolution I described, remember I said I went from this sort of Microsoft 
build it on your computer thing to then a more global thing. And I, I went from technical and tactical to internet marketing niche. Yeah. My first podcast, by the way, was called Internet Marketing Speed and it got rebranded as Super Fast Business. Right. This podcast we're on okay. used to be Internet Marketing Speed. I used to be internet marketing focused, but yeah, yeah, yeah. then I couldn't stand all the people in internet marketing who are bright, shiny, object-driven yeah. and I just backed away. I, like one day I just said, right, I'm never logging yeah. into the Warrior Forum again. I'm not doing <laughs> WSOs and all that. that. That's my old Seems one. Seems we had the same story. Right, but yes, now yes, yes. I, then I've went on to online business. Mm. But you know, some of the most popular episodes on this super fast business have been like with Marissa Peer, mm. personal development. Yeah. And, mindset in parenting, some of my health episodes, I want to teach more people how to work less and make more. And certainly the online business is the key to that memberships, agency. Mm -hmm. Still going to talk about that, Mm -hmm. but I really want to go one level up more general. Yeah. And of course, I'm excited about it, but I'm also excited to do a ground up build on 10X Pro. I've done it twice before. I had one in a non-internet marketing niche, which you you and I, you know, worked on and it went great yeah. until I decided that I just can't stand that market anymore. <laughs> and I had to leave it because it was toxic. Yeah, we have to leave the past behind at some point. You have to. And this is, yeah. this is a really important lesson at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm coaching people who are just making their first sales. Mm. And here I am with, I've got a fantastic machine mm. and I'm ready to make some changes. I'm ready to disrupt myself. Right. This is a bit bold and there is some risk. But there's also exciting. I'm going to feel better about it. Whatever happens, I need to do this. So yeah, I want to just say thank you for always supporting me and providing the tool set that makes this an obvious choice. And oh, thank you, thank you on behalf of my customers who have backed us. We've <laughs> had people like Nils Vignette. Yeah, you know, amazing. His episode uh, zero to a hundred thousand case study was mm. one of the most popular ones, and I want to bring more 10x Pro yeah users to the market. I want to share and celebrate people who go with us. Yeah. This thing we have, it's a great partnership. You've got the tool and you deal with all the developers and you have the vision on how to make it work. (laughs) You tell me how to use it better than the way I would have used it. You're always on hand to help. And you tell me how to make it better. I tell you things that would help me do what (laughs) I'm trying to do with it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So we we do work well together and we have come up with lots and lots of innovations. Yeah. And you also tell me when I'm asking for something that I shouldn't be asking, you tell me, well, actually, you you should be doing it a different way. And that's really insightful. And then some of the things I ask for, you look at and think, well, that makes sense. We'll do that. (laughs) So Mm. it's, it's been great. And I'm looking forward to bringing in my users into the platform. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and mm. invite some of my best customers to come on board this program and to thrash it and just tell us cool. where can it go? What do they want it to be able to do? And I want to pave the way for all of our other 10X Pro community members and also want to be a role model for people who feel like they're at that early phase. Mm. I'm literally going to start fresh accounts and I'm going to start this thing from zero so that I can actually, you know, demonstrate what's possible from a standing start. Even though I've got a fair bit of experience, I'm still going to have to roll up the sleeves. So looking forward to the challenge. Maybe it's because I just watched four series of Undercover Billionaire, but I'm really motivated right now. (laughs) And uh, I think it's going to be a fun journey. So that's it. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Bottom line is you've got the tool that is doing the front end and the back end. And my team are actually mm. quite excited about being able to focus on other things. They're going to be focusing more on getting our content out there and all the other things other yeah. than the technical under the hood stuff, which your team's going to handle from now on, which is great. 
That's our job. Yes, for sure. Thank you. So leave it with us and uh, look forward to see what we can do together. It's very exciting. And I think uh, you are onto something. And uh, yeah, if I if we can be part of the journey and help you a little bit, then uh, I'll be very honored to do that. So that's, it. that's awesome. That's one thing I've learned from Undercover Billionaire is that there's always a team. It's not a solo sport. I'm surrounded by the most talented people. My partners are talented partners. And I want to showcase my partners from the best possible platform. And uh, let's see what we can do. This is episode 896. It may be a historical episode. It's either the one where we, we made a brave call that panned out awesome or the one where I took a slight deviation and it didn't work out great, but I'll wear it, whatever happens. That's cool. No problem. Thanks, John. Thanks, man. Discover how to build your business super fast. Check out superfastbusiness.com.